Welcome back once again to our program. You're on the voice of the Cape 91.3. I'm Aslam Kasi. My guest today, the Honorable Imam at Masjid Thani, that's Mullah Sabri Davids. And this is the marriage program. We take a look at your questions on 47913 and uh, trying to assist, inshallah, to the best of Mullah's ability. So, inshallah, keep on sending those questions and we'll take a look at them. The following questions as we go back into our questions once again. Um, and I think, uh, or rather, this is a comment on the Imam. And it says, uh, "Salamullah, my brother is not well, but loves Allah immensely. I often think to myself, everything happens to him, yet he always there for everybody, especially our family. Sometimes it hurts. Please keep him in your du'as. Shukran always for being of assistance." Um, um, there's no names mentioned, so I cannot exactly say from who that comes. So. Um, if you do send again, you can send your name, then I can mention it with your name, inshallah. Mm. Then the following question, it says, uh, a friend has been told a man doesn't have to nafaka her during her iddat. If she has been given uh, talaq ba'in, is this correct? Okay, bismillah rahman rahim Yes, there is a difference of opinion on that particular aspect, Molana. But indeed, so the talaq ba'in is, is what we call a final irrevocable talaq, meaning that uh, uh, for them to get back together again, uh, there has to be agdun jadid, there has to be a new marital contract or marriage contract. So yes, indeed, it is correct. But again, Molana, um, we must remember that the radio can never replace the virtue hmm. of sitting at the feet of an Ustad. Well, we must so remember, important, very important point, eh? very important mm-hmm. point, and, and, and therefore I, I would always advise people to go sit in a marriage class with an Ustad. Um, we have many radio alims out there. We have yes. many radio, because it could be radio, it could be radio, mm-hmm. but on the radio you cannot question the Ustad uh, or the teacher or the sheikh or the molana or the alim. Um, and I believe that each and every alim that uh, is on any radio, inshallah, um, they're doing their best. But we, we should not confine our knowledge to getting it from the radio or the internet for that matter, Maulana. Mm. The, the best and the most virtuous is still to sit at the feet of an ustad. So yes, the person is correct. Um, if it's a talaq ba'in, if it's a talaq raj'i, obviously he has the prerogative of taking her back. But at the same time, it is not as straightforward as that. So I would want uh, the, uh, the listeners to please feel encouraged to go sit in a marriage class where the ustad can explain to you firsthand, uh, this is why and this is why and why not. This is what you must do and this is what you must not do. Mm-hmm. Okay, shukran so much. Um, I really appreciate that Mona covered that aspect as well. It's so important. Our following question, and this one came already, so perhaps you did not hear um, the, the, the person who sent it, perhaps you did not hear, but that's about elaborating on coming into your home, swearing, smoking, and judging others. So before the news, Mona addressed that question and replied to that question. Our next question, it says, um, I think, yes, Mulana, something I wanted to mention as well, when I was speaking about coming into the homes and those yes. things, this Friday is Slabarang it's Idul Adha. Yes, yes, And yes, this yes. is, you know, we... Uh, people are kissing each other left, Allahu right, and Akbar. center. Allahu Akbar. Mulana, very, very important. It is haram, and if it is haram, we need to just observe it and clear. Mm. We have this kind of, uh, this kind of, in, and, and I said this before, and I say it in my Juma all the time. I say it on La Barang Day, and I'm sure all the other ulama mention it as well in the in the masajid. That Osmano Basta Gaimak van Haram and Halal. Mm. We've got this attitude as Haram as Dunat Madam. We must we must stop that because we will be taken to uh, to task. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's tawbah is 
upon the one that created that committed a sin bijahala unknowingly so then allah subhanahu and that person makes tawbah but the one that has the guts that has the the appetite that has the i want even want to say the bravery to commit a sin knowingly yes, what is his status mawlana yes, allah that is mawlana if, if i can if i can just uh, put it in words and in our uh, typical our cape understanding hmm. it is like saying allah ek is ga warit van jou nie zeker het maar haram gemaakt het ek is ga gee van jou nie ek het min oogare vir jou saamgebring ek doen dit mos want ek wil dit doen en en jy gaat hier vir my vertel nie wanneer ouder bila this is our 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 attitude and because action speaks louder than words so our actions show allah that we're not interested in what allah says may allah save us from this malana allah amen 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 Definitely, indeed, we have to be very careful. Um, let's move on with our questions here. Yeah? It says here, yeah, and this is pertaining, this looks like uh, something with, uh, to do with the fiqh. It says, I read that bleeding for more than 15 days is not considered as khayr. Can I sleep with my husband in this situation? Um, let me just see more that because it goes on. Um, kind advice, shukran. Okay. Okay, bismillah rahman rahim According to the mother of Imam Shafi'i, rahimahullah, and this is the mother followed by, or widely followed within the Western Cape, and other parts of the world as well. But uh, just for our intents and purposes, uh, yes, according to Imam Shafi'i, rahimahullah, and the Mullah, I just want to focus briefly before we get to the actual point. The listener said, I heard. Hmm. Am I correct, Mullah? Um, I read that bleeding for okay, okay. But I think I heard it's also very apt for this context, Mullah. Yes. Very important. Um, it's important that we must not go on what we read and what we hear. Go sit at the feet of a teacher and let the teacher teach us. Okay, uh, and this is not uh, re- uh, you know, uh, referring to the reader, mouth uh, the listener particularly, a general, re- uh, you know, just a general advice. Yes, Mawlana, according to Imam Shafi, rahimahullah, the maximum period for the lady to bleed for Hayd is uh, 15 days. On day number 16, she should uh, take a ghuzl. She should, of course, pair herself up and perform her salah. As for sleeping with the husband, yes, it would be permissible. But obviously, it would be very unhygienic and very ill-advised, simply because it is. It is. It. It. it, it there are certain uh, health risks involved. Obviously, the husband can perhaps, uh, you know, get a germ, and perhaps the, she should go to to a gynecologist and just uh, ask the doctor or the gynecologist just to attend to her matter. There are many ways they have nowadays, Molana, to uh, assist with that kind of problem. Uh, it is a quite a common thing that some ladies bleed beyond the uh, normal period of six, seven days. And uh, yes, indeed, uh, there are medical remedies for that as well, inshallah. Okay. Yes, uh, moving on with our following questions uh, at this time. Remember the numbers 47 and 913. We're looking at your marriage questions and uh, anything pertaining to marriages and relationships. Um, the following question, it says here that, uh, let me just get into it. Um, my husband and I lives with his mother. She is always oppressing me. She has a daughter, but she never sees any faults in her daughter, but always sees my faults when my husband and I have a tiff. She shouts from her room and interferes in our argument, and he doesn't stand up for me at all. What's your advice on this? Bismillah rahman rahim My dear sister, Mullah, um, I'm going to dare to say that uh, it is the sad reality that often this is the case between daughter and mother-in-law. It's a sad reality, but it, 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 it is out there, although we must uh, bear in mind that there's a great many daughters-in-laws and mothers, mothers-in-law who have great relationships, alhamdulillah. Be that as it may, I just want to focus on the one part. The fact that this lady says that her husband does not stand up 
for her. Mm-hmm. Now I want her to just step back for a moment and then put herself in the husband's position and then imagine what the mother will feel like if the husband should stand up, you know, and quote unquote, if the husband should stand up for his wife, so to speak, against his mother. Obviously, the mother will deal with this with uh, from an emotional perspective. She will not see it as right and wrong. She will see it, Ya Allah, my I'm also going to say, Molana, it takes two to tango. I don't believe in the innocence of any one party, nor do I believe in the blanket guilt of any one party. But suffice to say that if there's something wrong, then I feel that a mashura must be held. Uh, a family uh, sitting, you know, a round table sitting and say, look, mommy, I really feel bad about this. I really feel bad about that. Don't expect the husband. The love that he has for his mother, you will never understand, my dear sister in Islam. Don't expect the husband to stand up for his wife. And yes, sometimes the mothers might be not completely right in their actions. And sometimes, yes, the mothers, Isma Bichi, sometimes, but at the end, go to your room and say, you know what? And I think perhaps the husband should also have some wisdom there. He should maybe just call the wife one side and say, you know what? My mother's not too young anymore. Um, she is getting old. And yes, say, but don't ever offend your mother. And don't ever confront your mother. There should never be an, a moment of confrontation with my mother. Yes, mom. Yes, mom. Yes, mom. That is our Jannah Jikrapidani Molana. But also to say that she needs to tell her husband that she is unhappy and she needs to ask her husband, please speak to your mother. Or rather, if I speak to your mother in a very respectful way with you present, please, we need to have this. Otherwise, the marriage will eventually be affected. Um, and it is very important that she does that, Molana. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we're moving on now. Uh, the question says, Fadila um, Tushuyuh, a couple has not had marital relations within the last three years. Uh, they have become estranged. They still share the same bedroom, in fact, the same bed. Subhanallah says he has no need of her body for any relations. What has this lady to do to get her rights as a married woman? Okay, Bismillah rahman rahim Molana, on a light note, Allah has given the wife as an enjoyment to the husband. And I'm going to very explicitly say it, Molana, as a sexual enjoyment. And Allah has given the, given the husband as a sexual enjoyment to the wife. And this is the very foundation of marriage that we must stay away from facade from haram from evil through sexual relations how can we then desert this very foundation uh, and this very basis on which marriage is built how can we desert this so i want to say that it is entirely not correct just from an islamic perspective that husband and wife don't sleep with one another that is the first aspect the second aspect is that if there's any way in which wife refuses husband or husband refuses wife, then immediately either party has justifiable reasons to end the marriage. Because the purpose of why I'm married is not being fulfilled. So if she does not get sexual gratification, 
from the husband She has the right to go to the Qadi In our instance we don't have a Qadi as such A judge but we have uh, institutions We have organizations And uh, you know I always I, I work closely with the Muslim Judicial Council With the MJC I always refer people But people have their own choice They can go to whatever agency they prefer To handle this matter And for the Imam of the area to come in and say But, but this, is not, this is not a marriage mm-hmm. This is merely two people living together uh, uh, And sleeping in the same house in the same room it is absolutely a taboo thing in Islam that we that we blatantly refuse our partner's sexual gratification. It is not it is not on. So therefore, uh, that lady has the right to a fasqun nikah. In fact, because on basis of the fact that she's not sexually gratified and sex- sexually satisfied, and the husband, whatever the reason may be, that he feels that he can live without having intercourse with his wife. I don't know what his capabilities are, his inabilities, and his abilities are. But suffice to mention, sometimes our libido may be low but we have to consider that we have a partner mm-hmm. and it is that partner's right it is a right in islam that she fulfills his desires and he fulfills her desires so that is a very serious matter molana because um uh, the, the danger is molana that, that that the partner and and we're not saying that this will happen but the concern is and the danger is what if the partner looks for sexual gratification outside the marriage mm-hmm. and this is why i want to tell that lady please get in your imam or your sheikh or your molana of your area to handle your matter and if you feel fit please refer the matter to an agency of your choice i like i said i usually uh, refer mm-hmm. people to the mjc mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to go for our ad break right now and uh, do stay tuned. We'll be back immediately after this. The Voice of the Cape, pioneering 20 years in Muslim radio. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station. Uh, assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Welcome back once again to our program You're on the Voice of the Cape This is the marriage program With our honorable guest uh, Mullah Sabri Davids And taking your questions Pertaining to marriages The following one says uh, My mom-in-law wants to move in With my family <coughs> And I'm okay with that But want her to be in a separate entrance As I do foresee problems If she is in the main um, It moves on to the next page I need to just uh, look at the number eight four five. Um, just getting back into that. Okay, six twenty. Moving to the main. No, my husband will not be happy with this. Please advise. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Molana, it is indeed sad to me if a person says that they foresee problems. That is a sadness to me because this is a mother. This is a. This is where the Jannah lies. If a person foresees problems with that, I, I find it very sad. Number one. But also suffice to say that put measures in place, make mashura with the husband and say, look, uh, this is my house or our house, and I I am your wife and I am the madam of the house. Now, Molana, it is said that that the daughter-in-law always, or in most cases, uh, is the madam of the house. But it is more sad if that mother is going to cry because of the daughter-in-law. It is sadder than the daughter-in-law crying because of the mother. Because with that mother's tears, as it flows down her cheeks, as it rolls down her cheeks, Allah's anger rolls down to, to, to on that person, causing those, the, 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 the heartache. It is not, uh, there's not any advice. I cannot, will not, should not, must not tell that sister, tell your husband not to get him, his mother there. 
I, I, I cannot advise this unit and say, no, okay, move, Jay, my, that you score my, my four blade in and all these things. I cannot give such advice, Maulana, because it is improper advice. But I can tell the sister, why, why, why not look at sober? Why not look and say, mommy, I love you, but as I say, mommy, mooi for her, as I say, mommy, mooi iets sê, sal mommy omgee, why not use kind words? Why not use kindness? Why not use uh, mercy, uh, uh, merciful approaches, you know, soft, uh, lenient approaches towards this honorable mother, because this is, after all, the person under whose feet the Jannah lies. Mm-hmm. So I want to advise my sister there that do not foresee problems, foresee solutions, foresee happiness, inshallah, foresee bliss and joy, because we have now the blessing and the barakah of a mother living in a house. Inshallah, Allah will grant khair and nur after we've made that sabr and say, inshallah, man, I am not going to cause my husband to turn against me, nor am I going to cause my husband to turn against his own mother. I will not put him through this. And at the same time, I'm prepared to make little bit of sacrifice, small, small sacrifices for the happiness of the entire family, inshallah. So I suggest mashura before the time, before it happens, and tell the husband, please, if I am right, correct, please tell me I'm correct. And if I'm wrong, please tell me I'm wrong. But uh, I wouldn't mind if I respectfully and, you know, very in a very dignified way, tell your honorable mother um, if she may have done something that is not correct. But please do not foresee problems, inshallah. Mm-hmm. The next one says, is it not good for the wife to accept the second wife according Sharia? Then maybe the husband would not have affairs. Uh, the problem is that if the husband wants to take wife number two, then the wife wants to do the acceptance or reject. Surely that is not Allah's laws and the teachings of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Mawlana, what a lovely, very good comment. That because our wives have made haram what Allah has made halal. Ose vrouwen sê so maar straight, ek wil hier met jou getrouwd wees, Ajaya Toure, vrou Fati. Na my respected sister, you go and find a sheikh or imam or maulana that will give you a talaq on that basis, dat hy is weegetrouw, so ek wil hier nog, ek, 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 ek wil hier mee met hom wees, that if you get a talaq on that basis, that talaq in my humble opinion is not a valid talaq. That imam has erred, or that sheikh or maulana has erred, if he gives a wife a talaq on basis of the fact that the wife, uh, the husband has taken a second wife. I appreciate this comment that this person has sent in, because it is indeed the case. Die man het gevoelendheid vir nog a vrou, hy het gevoelendheid, en ons kan nie sê, maar hy verwat het die gevoelendheid. It, it is something that is there, it has happened, and we need to not make haram, and also vrouwen Unfortunately, mak haram om nog een vrouw te vat. Het is nie harami. Allah has given him that right. So yes, indeed, shukran for that beautiful comment. Mm-hmm. Um, the next question says, uh, Maulana, my man het nog nooit genafaka nie en ons is acht jaar getrood. Okay, bismillah ar-Rahman rahim You owes you eight years of nafaka. No two ways about that. But that is a foundation, a very justifiable reason for you to go for a fashonikah, provided that the the default was willing and intentional. If the husband, for example, Molana Aziman before can work and he can't income for Dini and she knows about it, it's a different scenario. But in this particular scenario I would assume that the lady means he has never given her any money or has never given her any food or has never given her any clothing or any accommodation. We must also just be very, very attentive on this point, and that is that nafaka does not mean the paypaki. Mm-hmm. Nafaka does not mean the dikachi. Nafaka does not mean that all the money of the husband belongs to the wife. This is not the case. 
Nafaka simply means that the husband must see to the nutritional needs of the wife, to the accommodation needs of the wife, and to the clothing needs of the wife. Those are the primary three primary ways in which nafaka uh, is to is to occur. There are other you know uh, ways. For example, if the wife is sick, etc. Um, if the wife needs treatment, etc., etc. But the three primary ways is food, clothing, and accommodation. Mm-hmm. So now, if the husband hasn't bought a food. For eight years, Molana, if he hasn't given a food for eight years, giving food doesn't mean giving money for food. It means giving food. So we need to just differentiate between those two points. If there's a willful refusal, an intentional refusal of the husband to nafaka the wife, she has good reason for fasqunika, and she should go forward uh, to her imam, inshallah. Mm-hmm. There's a similar one, the, the following question, uh, but Samlet says, uh, my husband has not given nafaka for 15 years, nor has he fulfilled my maskavi. Uh, says he loves me, but now he's using porn sites. Not the first time. Uh, can I get a fasakh? Malana, um, I'm sorry to have to now, you know, be very frank and to the point, but I'm sure the listener will appreciate it. Titi, you come voice of the Cape. Why are you waiting for 15 long years to to highlight this? Why haven't you gone year one? or day one or week one to the MGC or to the alim of your choice or to the agency of your choice to report this matter. 15 years has gone by and you know what, my dear sister, that husband has grown into the belief that you are happy with it because you've, you've accepted it for 15 long years. So my dear sister, you have if the husband does not want to nafaka you and, and willingly uh, says no that he doesn't want to then please take the matter forward because if you wait another 15 years he's just going to walk away and smile why wait 15 years the same with the sister of the 8 year case mm. why wait 8 years and send an SMS to Voice of the Cape instead of going forward and, and insisting on your right and this is what gives the husbands or the abuse of husbands power because the wives just accept it as if I clap it Mm-hmm. He has got no right to lay one single half a finger on her. And then they wait. Now their silence and their lack of action and the lack of pursuing the matter, that gives the husband the power that he so wants and that makes him an abusive husband. He needs to be nipped in the bud, as, 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 as the saying goes, and it needs to be tackled immediately and not wait 15 years, Molana. Mm-hmm. So I would suggest that lady go to your imams. Khatsamaf, okay, maybe Sunday, Friday, phone the imam more. Imam will come some say believers. Phone the imam more and say for the imam, I need to have an appointment so that the situation must be resolved. Inshallah. Inshallah. Let's look at the following one. Um, what do you do if uh, you are a second wife and your husband not staying with you? He stays with the first wife as she doesn't allow him to share his life. Uh, he's not working now, and they have nothing left for him. As a second wife, I have to see to his needs, his kids, is all big and married. But the first wife is using the kids. Um, he's just there to keep the peace. They sleep in different rooms. So what do you do as a second wife? Just good for the bed. You stay the secret wife. Okay, Bismillah rahman rahim This whole thing about marrying a second wife or marrying a third wife secretly, this thing is, is, is definitely taboo, Molana. Why are we, are, do we have more, more taqwa for the first wife than for Allah? Allah says, Rahfi Rahit, 
Dan moet ons my dit wees. Ragveerig in terms van tyd wat ons spandeer met makanne, uh, met, met die tweede vrou. Ragveerig het in, in, in die amiaan van geld wat ons spandeer. Ons kan nie die een vrou koop een rok van 800 rand, die andere vrou een rok van 80 rand nie. Maar ragveerig het in alle aspekte van die lieve molene. Why is this husband allowing the first wife to play God? Who gives her that status, that power, that authority to withhold him from fulfilling his hak? So in a manner of speaking, he's got more taqwa, more fear for the first wife than for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because Allah is going to question him. As for the second wife, why are you still satisfied with it? The question is not, can the first wife do this and can the second wife do that? The question is, you my dear sister should insist on your right as a wife. You have the right to sexual fulfillment. You have the right to nafaka. You have the right to spend time, uh, of his time, uh, you know, equal amount of time. That is your right. So instead of asking, does she have the right? No, she does not. But you should insist on yours. Otherwise, and it is a sad thing to say, that then this is not a marriage that you're having. Then you are merely, as you have said, I think you mentioned, in the, in, 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 then you're just a sex object. Ek kom satisfaai gewoon met myself En dan gaat ek maar wees toe um, En ander week krijg ek nou weer begeerte En dan gaat ek maar net weer En dan, dan, dan denk sy moest niks van die tweede vrou nie Dan is sy moest maar nie So I, I suggest that the second lady The second wife goes And insist on his on her rights And if he refuses then she says Well if that is the case If you cannot fulfill my rights as a wife Not only as a sex object But as a wife Dan vat jy maar jou Begge tata jy maar aan my Dat die eerste vrou gaat was maar voete Because there's most no this five first wife playing God, so had Vasma the Yes. Let's look at the following one as well. Um it says uh, this is uh, related to uh uh ibadah or solar issues. It says when we in the record we look at our feet or at the place of sujood, I was still differently, peace help, I want to do the right thing. Okay, Bismillah Rahman Rahim the overall uh, ruling there is that we must look at the place of Sajda. The place where we're going to place our foreheads, that is where our eyes should be focused throughout our salah. In the qiyam and in the ruku', that is where we focus on the place where we're going to place our foreheads, inshallah. Inshallah. Uh, this is uh, a point that we raised already, Mama, with Eid next week, remind the men not to shake hands and embrace strange women. Yes, we've mentioned this point mm-hmm. and we must reiterate it. Kanala, it is haram, it is haram, it is haram, finish and klaar. And uh, does he van say a susa sister for me nie? That, that, is, that is hogwash molana. Or is it the attitude that I can say saam groot gehoot unless we are related by blood or we are related through um, uh, suckling, miak sister and bro, mm-hmm. of blood sister and bro, of uh, half sister and bro, ian mama, twee daddies, of ian daddy, twee mamas, whatever the case may be, then it is haram for me to hug any other lady besides that. Hmm. Yeah, the aunties is much more daddy, oma, this is different. Even the niggies fall in that category, Molana, because I can't throw with my niggies samen. So I say, van, this is my niggies nie. Uh, we must move away from this attitude, and it's an ignorant attitude, that I can say saam groot gehoot. In as much as we grew up together, we can still develop feelings for one another, and desire for one another. So there's no such thing that I can say saam groot gehoot is, or so, so sister and broer, as next to us secretly or zit my shaitan shaitan whisper us over and secretly kijk jok ma as if a bio lupa kijk jok ma van van kop to toon so kan nie vir ons sê 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 ga voel in tijd vir haar nie Allah wat vir yes inshallah the next question says does a mother have total control and authority over a daughter in law so scarce so what so scarce of a thing me that's the word I don't know okay wrong word 
Bismillahirrahmanirrahim We want to say that no individual has total control over any other individual There is no such thing in Islam uh, as, as, as total control uh, To that extent Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even tells the husbands also that you don't have total control This is for the husbands That for the wives is for them what is against them in terms of uh, rules So therefore we have equality in, in, in marriage in Islam And this is, the, you know, the, depending on how we want to highlight it And depending on how our husbands treat our wives uh, the, the, the non-Islam uh, or, or other religions or other people Look at Islam in the way they see Islam So they see husbands being uh, in authority Or seemingly in authority over Allah's iman control Allah's swazi froti in Islam And this is not the case Similarly, no mother or father has total control over any other child Of course there's respect, there's wisdom, there's honor, there's dignity There's even subservience Limited subservience, not complete uh, subservience, limited subservience In terms of that respect and in terms of authority This is the mother, we have to respect her If she's wrong, she's wrong Even Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam He uh, did not challenge his father But he respectfully and in dignified way told his father Ya Abati, oh my beloved father Oh my beloved father, what is it that you are worshipping? Mm. But he did not, when it comes to right and wrong He, he had to uh, confront the wrong And if it, even if it meant having to confront his father But with respect, with dignity and with honor And speaking in a soft voice Mom, oh, I love you for the sake of Allah And I submit to you and to your authority But I really find this awkward feeling in my heart To accept this or that or the other, inshallah But there's no such thing as total control Mm-hmm. Okay, shukran Malana. Uh, our next one says advice how sad it is as future grandparents uh, wants to do the best for unborn or born, inshallah. Um, I'm not sure I understand the question yeah, completely, it's, it's, it's only a question. I was looking now for if there's perhaps uh, uh, the rest of the question, but it's only that statement. Can you just repeat uh, it? Please, it says, Salam, please advise how sad it is as future grandparents want to do the best for unborn born inshallah well, I don't want to assume or you know conclude anything but uh, one can perhaps gather that maybe there is a situation where the uh, grandparents are kind of denied perhaps to do something for the grandchild mm. and nobody has the right to do that grandparents are as much the parents of the child in fact Molana grandparents um, if we if we if we go into the studies of uh, of Mirath the uh, inheritance mm-hmm. even the ulama agree that even their grandparents always get a portion so if that is the matter if that is the case with grandparents and the status that they have then who am i to deny the grandparent the right that he and she has to see to my child to give to my child and to spend on my child so i want to advise if it is the grandmother or the grandfather sending the message kupferikan She's got the daughter-in-law or the son-in-law has got no right to deny it. Give it to the child. And if they, if they don't want the child to wear the clothing, whatever it is that you bought, keep it and show the child one day, I bought this for you, but your mother or your father did not want me to give it to you. But, uh, you know, because of the ambiguity of the question, it's a bit mm. difficult to respond, Malana. Okay, Malana. Uh, the next one, um, we're going to go for ad right now, um, but uh, it deals with uh, the follow-up question with uh, parents buying homes and expecting the children to pay the houses. And even though they're married, they can't go anywhere or they can't go out of the house as they please so do stay tuned we're back after the break
Welcome back to our program and uh, definitely the time has gone by so very quickly, so fast, but uh, we are still in the company of our Honorable Imam, that's uh, Mama Sabri David, taking your questions on 47913. I'm your host for this afternoon, Asim Qasim, and with us, uh, that's our technician, Sir Mama Timul on that side. Um, so inshallah, still taking a look at your questions. The following one, that says uh, here that uh, my in-laws... Uh, my in-laws don't want us to move out and buy our own house. It says they bought an expensive house and now want my husband and his brother to pay for the house, even though both my in-laws are still working. My husband must give half his salary to my mother-in-law. We can't go anywhere without asking them. Okay, uh, there's a, I see uh, after two, three SMSs, there's another part of this SMS. They tell us where and when we can go to and what time we must be back. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. First of all, Maulana, there's no obligation on that husband to be part of that deal. There's no obli- obligation whatsoever, number one. Number two, we have freedom of choice in Islam. So that husband has the freedom to buy his own house and to move on with his own life. Um, the father, it is, it, it's, I don't feel it is completely correct of the father to have placed his sons under that kind of obligation. Perhaps the, the idea that the father has, uh, and I'm not speaking in, in, in favor of anyone here, but perhaps the, the, the rationale behind it was that if I'm not around one day anymore, then you guys have this house. But at the same time, it's two brothers. So they're going to raise families and to raise two families in one house is not always a good idea. So yes, indeed, I don't agree that the father has that kind of right to insist and uh, demand that his sons pay his house. Uh, and, and of course, um, they also should have uh, the freedom to go where they want to because they're not little children anymore. Um, it is incorrect to have to ask permission. They are both married adults, and I don't think the father has that right to do that. Mm-hmm. So, indeed, I think the lady should speak to her husband and perhaps get in um, some arbitration there or some mediator just to handle the situation, you know, very objectively, inshallah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very serious issues we have. Uh, it says, Salam um, like Mullah they say, Jannah lies at the feet of the mother. More the reason for mothers to display their Jannah. Certain mothers are really difficult, Maulana. Shukran. I can just say, Maulana, Billah, may Allah save us. Um, as if we were not difficult when we were little children. How difficult is it crying in the night? How difficult is it in the middle of the night when the father and the mother has to get up tomorrow morning? How difficult is it? So saying they are difficult, Allahu Akbar. That's all we can say, Maulana. Mm-hmm. Um, these are our parents. And after all, I mean, what more difficult phase is there than growing up from being a baby to adulthood what the diffi- more difficult phases are there weren't we difficult for 15 20 years in the life of our parents in the first instance Molana mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, just let us get back to that other question Molana. it says here um, I heard someone say they are having a dhikr for a thousand nights for the deceased Allah I know of the three nights the seven nights 14 nights and 100 days uh, please advise shukran Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Maulana, we just need to create perspective here. And again, we want to reiterate that any expression made during this program is not necessarily the view of the Voice of the Cape or any of its uh, management or the Exco or any of its uh, associates in any way whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Suffice to say, Maulana, that we already know that the three days, 47 days, 14 days and, and, and 100 days, we know that this is not prescribed by our deen. Um, we know that uh, it is not a matter of wajib. There's no wujub, there's no compulsion in it. There's no 
uh, co- you know, there's no nothing in it really. Um, but we also have to tolerate and and respect the opinions of others. Um, Molina, I, I'm, my concern is to what extent are we going to take it now? Is it now the thousand nights we already have the Yagetal? Um, and then we have the thousand nights. What is next, Molina? So I have a concern for that. But at the same time, my dear respected uh, listener, at the same time, we have no right to just blatantly and blanketly condemn uh, the opinions of others. We need to be tolerant. We need to be tolerant and respect. And uh, in that way, we will promote love rather than promoting our opinions. Mm-hmm. So uh, we want to encourage that person with, uh, with, with respect and tolerance, inshallah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Afrikaans question, it says, Salam Imam, elke labarang in labarang haji, lunch ik in my kinders, by my pa, het nu meer een mani, nou die ja, wil my man hier ons moet by die huis lunch. Moet ik advice Oké, okay, bismillah rahman rahim Eerstens wil ons vir Ise, mag Allah vir u beloon Rijkelijk beloon vir Ise Opoffering om elk jaar By Ise vader te gaan uh, Middag te geniet op, 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 op die feestdag van Labarang Mag Allah vir u beloon inshallah mm-hmm. Misschien uh, ek, kan, ek kan verstaan hoe u Genoot voel En uh, dis hoe kom ek dan voorstel dan Hoe kom vra u dan nie u vader Om by u te kom uh, eet hierdie, hierdie middag eten uh, vir hierdie labarang nie en moet nie vir Isafa, moet nie vir vader sê, hy moet kom lunch by jylle nie sê vir hom, uh, bia of abi of vader of, of papa ons sal geëerd voel we will be honored om u in ons huis te het op labarang mm-hmm. want ons huis makkeer ook uh, makkeer ook die um, wat is blessings in Afrikaans molene? Oh ja, dat ek nie so lekker nie <laughs> Ik is wel zeker een miljoen mensen gaat nu voor mijn WhatsApp om te zien wat is blessing in Afrikaans. Blessings, we apologize for that. Dus tell father, dus tell dad dat ons al ook lijkt om blessings en ons huis te het op labarang. So bia, dit sal vir ons eer wees om vir bia by ons te het vir een verandering. I can understand how the husband also feels that hy het een familie en hy wil graag ook saam met sy familie alleen wees op labarang, maar ek denk dan as bia deel is van die van die feestvieringe, uh, dit sal een groot eer wees vir die hele familie inshallah. Ok, dat so 100.000 WhatsApp missies is ingekom om te sê wat is blessing, het is beloning. <laughs> beloning, ja, ja. Beloning, shukran so much. Shukran to all those listeners here inshallah. Ok, so the next one here, Molina, it says now um, ok, we looked at that one about uh, La Parang. Now, listen to this one and uh, listen to our, our listeners as well. Listen to this one very carefully to our women folk. It says, Wasala Molina, we need programs promoting polygamy. It's a beautiful institution, if done correctly. We don't own our husbands. There's beautiful single and divorced Muslims that need comfort and love. Yes, indeed, we so uh, agree yeah. with that uh, comment, lovely comment, beautiful comment. And, and, and I, you know, I prefer to just, you know, say that why are we making haram what is halal? Allah has made it permissible two, three, and four. So why are we making it haram but a beautiful comment and indeed yes because we haven't grown up Molina with this culture of uh, second wives as my now what was not begin seen yaka jan rappen si maat het ook nou tore vrou and whatever the reasoning is you know this is a different thing but uh, suffice to mention 
that indeed if we look at the rationale behind it and the the, the logic behind it, Allahu Akbar, we will see that subhanallah, this is in the interest of building an ummah and a society that is free of zina and, 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 and I mean how many illegitimate children are walking around there because you frau wil hee die vrou het die recht nie om te sê, sy wil hee, ja man moet er nog of, ultimately she wouldn't want it in terms of her emotions but she cannot sit afford that ek wil het hee en as jy nog of vrou wil wat, dan loos jy maar vir my nie so yes indeed shukran for that beautiful comment inshallah, maar mm-hmm. ons gaat in die moeligheid kof het die hoor mm, I'm just looking at the following SMS uh, it's something which uh, kinds of contradicts what the first one says but this is from a different uh, person it says, remember that the Prophet ﷺ, he told Sayyidina Ali, but it says the AS, by marrying another woman, you will be hurting me, because when you hurt Sayyidina Fatima, you hurt me. Okay, Maulana, first of all, um, this person is quoting a hadith without any reference. Uh, is there any reference to that hadith? So, and it concludes, it says, so it's not just about sexual wants. Yes. But there's uh, no reference or anything. That's yeah. why I'm looking now at the authenticity. Yes, Molana, I, I, I refuse with all due respect to that person. I refuse to accept that until unless and until the person can give any reference whatsoever. That's number one. Number two, we must be careful taking things out of context. Number two. Number three, one doesn't want to turn this program into a debate on whether we should encourage polygamy or not. Um, because there's so many views out there in the end, Molana, then... Um, then uh, in the end people will you know end up sending SMS just around that issue so I respectfully want to say that let us not uh, delve into that for now and that person please my respected brother or sister do not quote hadith that you don't have any reference of neither it might even not be even a hadith at all it might be a fabrication please do not uh, do that it is dangerous mm-hmm. so uh, I, I respectfully feel that we uh, I, I will not entertain that inshallah mm-hmm. that's why it's so important that be very careful. Absolutely I know that I, I, I understand the context when Molana mentioned about you know you must be careful what you read. Um in say don't go after the reading, you know, go yes, for the feet of the of the teacher. Of stars, because yes. sometimes you pick up a book, you do not know what is the authenticity yes. of this author, who this author is. Exactly. You don't know anything about this author. Exactly. So when Olama tell you about what you should read and what you should listen to, it's because they went through a vigorous process, process of, of studying. Yes. yes. And Yes. Maybe the average person don't know about jarh and ta'adil, yes. about vindication and verification yes. when it yes. comes to yes. uh, the vernacular of the tradition, yes. speaking about mustalah or hadith. Yes. Um, the, the average person is not aware about these uh, aspects, uh, aspects of, of studying of, of, of what, the what of ulama hadith, go yes. through. Yes. So many a times, you know, question, you can question. But be very careful yes. when it comes yes. to questioning yeah. the, the ulama. You should question, but also. Uh, be that mature enough and uh, and respectful enough that when the ulama say these things, you know, let us take it in good faith because yes. they have our, our best interests at heart. I don't. I, I think listeners should be careful. Everything that is written on a page doesn't mean it is fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, just this morning, I received a hadith, a, a video on my on my phone from uh, a person, uh, a sheikh, who is uh, showing you know the the, the the defects that is the Quran printed in in, in Iran. Mm-hmm. Now one doesn't want to use even any group particular name, but this, the, and in that Quran, in fact, the uh, uh, these defects, mm. um, you know, because uh, that is a copy of the Quran, and people will look at it and even bachar it, Molana. Yeah. And the same with the internet. There's a host of Shia sites out there. There's a host of um, non-Muslim Jewish sites uh, sites out there. 
um, even with this whole discussion around whether you know certain certain uh, so-called Al Qaeda members are actually ex-Americans. In fact, they are Americans at pose. So yes, we need to be very very careful, inshallah. Yeah, yeah, we need to be go to our local scholars. They are here. They educated. They and know. And Alhamdulillah, Allah has granted us a, a wealth of knowledge in the Western Cape. Mm-hmm. Allah has really f- granted us a wealth of knowledge, a wealth of ulama in this yeah. Western Cape. Alhamdulillah. So we should be proud and honoured to have so many ulama. Alhamdulillah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have three minutes left. I see, uh, Muhammad Timol. If you can see, we have three minutes left. Um, so I think that uh, there's quite a number <coughs> of questions. Um, we started on, we started on 105. And I did not uh, play, press on the refresh button, and already we're standing on 172. I'm just afraid to press on this refresh button to see more of those questions. This is definitely a program, and it's definitely touching the nerve of so many people, and so much needed Allah a program Allah. such such as this. And and we see the the need for 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 something such as this. Um, shukran very much for everyone for uh, participating in our program. Let us try to go through another one or two questions. Uh, can we do that, Mohammed? Uh, so let's go, let's go. Molana, inshallah. It says, um, a woman becomes suicidal, and let me just see if it starts over there because it's broken up into two parts, this question. Okay. A woman becomes suicidal and do all kinds of evil actions if their husband takes another wife, but turn and blind eye when they have an illicit affairs. That's why there's so much conflict in homes. Yes, indeed. Uh, shukran for that comment. Yes, indeed, I agree with that listener that they would rather have a husband fathering a child out of wedlock and letting the child grow up uh, without the father as opposed to having the father marry the woman and then make it halal. And so, yes, we must look at the matter of is this more, uh, you know, our iman that we need to question. We need to question our iman and our understanding of deen, inshallah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, let us just go for the last one. We'll hold on to the other questions, inshallah. And because uh, I know you paid for that SMS, you need to also have it answered. So, inshallah, next week we'll hold on to it. And if all goes well, inshallah ta'ala, uh, we'll ask Mullah to, to reply inshallah to the as well. Um, it says here, um, uh, is it true that a lady don't eat karma before the fart salah? Okay, that's some fiction. Um, I've never heard of that, Molana. Mm-hmm. That a lady must not eat karma before the salah. I, I, I don't know in my very few little bit of knowledge that I've, I've never heard that a lady must not make the ikama. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know if Molana is perhaps the... I, I, I have not heard of that and therefore I cannot begin to comment but suffice to say that uh, if the person that has informed you with this then that person must provide some form of uh, nas or some form of proof of what he or she is telling you but I cannot comment on it because I've never heard of that mm-hmm. okay it's a minute leaf we have to conclude now Shukran Shukran so much for you uh, yes, being indeed, with Mawana. us today it's been an honor and a pleasure having you once again yes alhamdulillah once again Jazakumullah khairan to all those who sent the questions may Allah reward us and uh, let us inshallah this particular week have great sympathy and empathy and indeed solidarity with our hujjaj because this is their week by the end of uh, by, by next week Sunday inshallah then this amali hujjaj asala hajis molana would have been forgiven all their sins like you and me would have been forgiven all our sins because we are part of the du'as so yes indeed we make special du'a Allah must grant Hajj Maqbul and Hajj Mabarur and indeed to all those who are sick may Allah grant you your health and uh, to those who are incarcerated may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this a matter if you are guilty that this is a means of your salvation inshallah and if you are not inshallah make sabr Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one that is most just
Podcast. On that note, Mawlana, wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Shukran so much, wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to my lovely, beautiful, amazing wife. Shukran so much for being so awesome, for using a colloquial word. Shukran so much to you and see you soon, inshallah. Love you very, very much. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamualaikum. <laughs> <laughs>